We welcome Derek Murphy to the show, Irish boy living in London, an actor, producer, giggler, lover and hugger. Welcome, Derek. Thank you very much for having me. I'll attempt not to giggle too much on this. So, Derek, tell us all about yourself, please. Well, hi. Well, I'm Derek Murphy. I was after that fabulous introduction. Sure, what else do you need to know? <laughs> so, you're an actor. I am indeed. Yes, yes. From Cork in Ireland, and I've been living in the big schmoke of London now for about nine years. But uh, the accent hasn't gone very far, I'm afraid. In fact, out of if anything, I've actually become more defiant, and I think my accent is getting stronger the longer I live. <laughs> I find that exact same thing when I'm in a foreign place and some people say that I sound a bit posh as well. I think it's something that comes up when other people sound different. They say you sound me? posh. Uh, yes, actually, sometimes they do, Chris. Madness. I, I really I really love your accent, uh, Derek. I'm, yes, I'm, Thank I'm, you. I'm a, I'm Thank a fan. You. I swear I'm not putting it on. It is actually my accent, yeah. Even if I am an actor, I'm not, I'm not lying to you. This is actually well, you how could I be. You, you could be putting it on, you know, you've had you know, vocal training and stuff as an actor. But do you know what? Sod it, keep it, because I really like it. Fabulous. That's what you know. That's all I need to hear in life. <laughs> I have now succeeded. I can give up everything. <laughs> so why did you move to London, then, to be an actor? Uh, you have to be an actor, essentially, yeah, because I'm... Um, I was living in Cork and I grew up there and I went to uh, drama school and college and everything in Cork and then um, moved to Dublin, uh, Ireland's big smoke and um, started working as an actor there and I was doing bits of TV, bits of films, lots of theatre, that kind of thing but it was during the kind of boom in Ireland, the Celtic Tiger so everything was fabulous and everyone had money and there was loads of money for the arts and everything was fab and then obviously the recession hit and uh, it all went its up so um, there was very little money for the arts and there was definitely no money in theatre so uh, it felt like the right time to move and come over to London and make a see bit what of a, happens here. make a bit of a fresh start make a bit of a fresh start and nine years later I'm still here so something's going right thankfully so Derek uh, I did notice that uh, your partner is our guest from last week um, All or Nothing the lovely drag queen that we had on who incidentally beat Chris at the quiz the let's, first person let's to not beat talk Chris. about it I think we Indeed. should I think we should I talk think... about it a lot no. She'll be dining out on that one for a while. I think she'll be very pleased with her. <laughs> no, no, no pressure or anything, Derek. All right, later on in the no show. No pressure. Yeah, I know. To know what I need to keep the family name now, and to know keep her going. I've got to win. So, do you guys work together a lot? Weirdly enough, right? Recent, up until recently, I would have said no, but in fact, we actually do work quite a bit together. Um, like we've actually done ads together, we've done lots of theatre together, we've done two different films together. So yes, yeah, we have actually done quite a lot, and that's both Steve and Orla. We've even done quite a few bits of um, theatre and things with Orla as well in the last year or so. So you know, I can't get away from either of them. Oh, well, it's you getting a double whammy then, isn't it? Double, and actually, in fact, the show that uh, we're doing at the moment, both of them are in it in our Christmas show so I have uh, Steve on one side of me and Orla on the other side so I really can't get away So Derek would you like to tell us about your um, acting uh, background and uh, the stuff that you've worked on? Yeah I can do I mean I do a lot of theatre 
um, and I've been quite lucky as well the last couple of years that um, that's been keeping me going. Um, I work a lot with um, a company called Michael Friend Productions. They do um, George Bernard Shaw plays. So they do those in conjunction with Shaw 2020 and the Shaw Society in London. Um, so I usually work with them pretty much every year, actually, which has been fab. Um, they do a lot of shows, they used to anyway, do a lot of shows actually in Shaw's Corner, which is where George Bernard Shaw used to live. Um, and he donated the house to the Shaw Society, or to National Trust, actually, oh, wow. after he died. Yeah, and then, um, but on with the uh, agreement that they'd actually put on live performances in the grounds of his house. And the place is absolutely stunning. So they do, they've kind of all turned it into an open-air theatre. So um, I've been really lucky to be able to work there quite a bit. Um, but I do, like, I'm an actor, so I'll sort of do whatever. <laughs> whatever anyone wants to hire me to do. But, um, so I've done quite a bit of, like, filming and that kind of thing. So most recently I was in a film called Sequence with James Dreyfus, all about fabulous drag queens in Blackpool. So that was pretty amazing. Um, and like I pop up in ads, done ads for Jaguar and Smithics and Sainsbury's and Cadbury's and all of these crowds. And I do a lot of voiceover work um, for various different things. I've just done the voiceover ad for Permanent TSB in Ireland and that kind of stuff, you know. But mostly theatre. Theatre is sort of my bread and butter, so to speak. Oh, awesome. So you kind of like put, put your hand to a bit of everything. Yeah, well, I mean, I think at this stage now, I think most actors uh, will tell you that you have to sort of juggle every job you can get and sort of you can't just be one thing anymore. Like, to keep yourself afloat there, you have to try and be a bit of a jack-of-all-trades. So you're doing voiceover work, presenting work, TV work, film work, stage work, sort of teaching, all these kind of things, anything you can get, really, to keep yourself afloat because, unfortunately, there is not a huge amount of money in the arts. I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of a jack of all trades, but I'm also master of none. Fair enough. Do you know what? I, well, you can I be multi- say that. <laughs> I, I got in there before Kaz. <laughs> <laughs> Multi-talented, I'm sure. So, are you one of those actors that sort of, if they, you know, say you get an audition, you say, right, can you do this? You just lie and say you can do it just to get the job. Oh my god! Literally. So I remember because, like, I started acting when I was very, very young. Um, like I was about four or five years old when I did my like first professional job when I was ten, and I remember my dad telling me when I was going to audition for. Do you remember the film Michael Collins with Liam Neeson? Yes. So I was filming, or filming. I was auditioning for that, right? And I remember going in, and my dad turned around to me just before I went in. He went, "No matter what I ask you, can you do it? You just say yes, <laughs> and worry about figuring it out later." And that has stuck with me to this day. You just say yes. Can you fly a plane? Yes. Can you fire a gun? Yes. <laughs> let's, uh, let's hope that you never actually have to do that. <laughs> no, let's hope not. Uh, you figure it out later then. So it be great. Course, I mean, hey. Control stick, rudder, lovely jubbly. <laughs> <laughs> they asked us on. They asked us on Glitterbeam. Can you can you do a radio show? And we said yes. yes. Yeah, and, and look at where you are now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, would you like to tell us about what you're here to talk to us about today? I would. So, I'm here to talk to you about um, my upcoming Christmas show, which is called uh, The Delight Before Christmas 2, um, because we did the, the Delight Before Christmas 1 last Christmas. 
Um, so I run a theatre production company called BK Delight Productions and we are doing a Christmas storytelling and music show um, in December and it's an online show you can literally tune into it from anywhere around the world so everyone listening can tune in um, it's on the 12th and 13th of December uh, the 12th is on at 7.30 the 13th is on at 6 o'clock and it, it's basically it's like if hot chocolate could give you a hug that's what this show is it's all Christmas
you know, so we we'll want to keep that up and sort of like promote it as much as we can and, you know, keep the options open for as many different people as we can to see our work. So I think it would definitely be something we'll keep, in, keep going with. So it's online, so it's literally available for people anywhere. I mean, it is um, specific times, as I said, 7.30 on the 12th and 6 o'clock on the 13th. And you can buy tickets on outsavvy.com. Um, and the tickets are only £5, so it really isn't going to break the bank. And it's well worth it. You're tuning in for an hour of Christmassy festive joy. So do come along, buy tickets. We'll just pause. We'll pause for a moment now and let everyone take a moment to go buy the tickets. <laughs> Do that, guys. Uh, get on there. Uh, support, definitely. Um, and uh, like you say, a bit of a uh, bit of entertainment just before on the lead up to Christmas to cheer us all up because we are exactly you know, getting, we need it. Getting a little bit of lockdown to press now, Kaz. And well, we, we can't go to no pantomimes, can we? I know. I certainly. So, uh, we, we need this. I certainly need cheering up. We need. Uh, we have our very own drag queen. Ah, yes, you have your vet. The fabulous Orla Nothing Orla is in nothing. the show. There we so go. <laughs> if that's not reason enough to tune in, then I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to come on and join us, email us now. Hello at thechrisandkazshow.co.uk.